you're going to work from home, be committed to your free time. That's a massive key to being productive. Commit with all of you to your free time. Whatever that time is, you're like, this is when I'm going to stop work. This is the mistake I've made. I'm like, great, I work from home. I'm an entrepreneur. I can pick the hours of day I want to work. So guess what? I'll pick all of the hours. This is the Heart to Mouth Podcast. My name's Darius, and you are listening to episode 112. Yup, that's 112 episodes in 112 consecutive days. On today's podcast, I'm going to be talking to you guys about how to be productive when you work at home like I do. I know there's a growing number of you that are entrepreneurial or freelancer or whatever you might be and you work from home and you might be new to it you might be doing it for a couple of years i've been probably doing it for over like 12 i'd say but specifically probably like eight years consecutively for me and full transparency there are a lot of times i suck at working from home where i completely am unproductive and it's sad and it's lonely and it's depressing and I am overwhelmed because I let my procrastination go out of control. But that said, I want to be honest. Sincerely, I also feel like I'm probably one of the most productive people as someone who works from home. I get a lot of shit done all the time in a variety of different places. So I feel like that has sort of made me a really good person to talk about this because I've seen the good and the bad. So jumping right in, here are my nine tips on how to be productive when you work from home. You know, I had to take a breath. It's always so hard, the breathing. <sighs> it's okay. We're friends. I could be honest. Numero uno, number one, fight the urge to just start working. I get it. You can work the whole day sometimes in your pajamas and you can just crawl out of bed and go straight to your computer or maybe you bring your computer into the bed. What I've discovered is you need spaces that are specifically for certain things. Like I don't do work in my bedroom. I don't have a TV in my bedroom. That's not for those purposes. But I also don't just crawl out of bed and come to the computer. For me to stay grounded and remember the bigger picture, both in my business and in my life and my existence, I've got a set of morning ritual things that I do and are essentially non-negotiables for me, from meditation to yoga to writing to my bulletproof coffee. Full transparency, I don't always do those things, but I can clearly see the difference in my mood and my productivity when I do. So I do the much more than I don't. So you got to find your own morning rituals and stick to them. Number two, morning huddles. 
So some of you work in bigger organizations to know what this is. Some of you don't, and it's relatively new to you, as it was for me. Morning huddles are simple. They're for your team working on your project to come together, and usually in like 15 to 30 minutes max, everyone to just be like, hey, here are our key metrics that we as a team have decided are the most important things to evaluate. Here's where we stand on them yesterday, today, and here's where we're going. And here are the key things that we're going to do that are going to help us get there, the most important tasks. I work on my own. Doesn't mean I I shouldn't have a huddle. I should have a huddle. Every morning, there's a couple of tabs I have on my browser. I open up and I review, and I'll know. I'll get a snapshot of where I am for the day, the week, the month, the quarter, the year. Don't spend too much time on this. That's a mistake I made. It's just time to review because sometimes you'll go through the month and you'll be like, oh, it was a really good month. And you're like, damn, I'm so behind on that key metric. And don't evaluate too many metrics either. Just that key one that you can pull up in an instant. Number three, review your most important task of the day. I suck at this. I'm trying to get better. I do all the other things, but there's one task that I know this task leads to me getting closer to my metric that I'm evaluating. Do that task before you do all the cool, creative, whatever, whatever stuff. Do the thing that you know will impact your bottom line from a daily, weekly perspective. Number four, take as many flights as possible. What the hell is this guy talking about? I'll tell you. I call it taking a flight when I put my phone in flight mode. There is something magical about not having access to the content on your phone. The phone providers and everybody else is making this harder and harder to do because you have your music on your phone. You have, you know, all sorts of things on your phone. But for like something like Spotify, for example, there's, you can download those playlists, most of them at least. So you can still put it on flight mode and listen to your music. But, and I do this with my like friends and my partner, I'll tell them, Hey, I'm catching a flight and I'll be gone for 60 minutes. It's a two hour flight. It's a three hour flight. Phone's off. I can't see it. And I'm just crushing work. That's when shit happens. Number five, all Hours of the day are not equal. All hours of the day are not equal. You know this already, right? Your brain, your productivity, the needs that um, people have for you are different at six o'clock in the morning as they are to 12 o'clock in the afternoon or three o'clock in the afternoon. There are days that are better situated for planning, for creativity, for calls, you know, you got to f- kind of find the ones that work best for you. For me, I know the hours of like six to nine are like double the worth. I can squeeze in like six hours of productive work in that period. Society doesn't need stuff for me. My inbox isn't pulling me away. Social media isn't as distracting. The collective consciousness is just quieter. So those, that's a good place for me 
to do bigger thinking stuff or really anything I just need to get done. This also applies to days of the week. You know that usually Fridays, you and everybody else in in our society is a little bit more tired, right? Same, interestingly enough, on Mondays. So trying to touch base and tune into your human and your, you know, way of being and, you know, processing things and trying to find the best place to do the best tasks. Number six, if you're going to work from home, be committed to your free time. That's a massive key to being productive. Commit with all of you to your free time. Whatever that time is, you're like, this is when I'm going to stop work. This is the mistake I've made. Like, great, I work from home. I'm an entrepreneur. I can pick the hours of day I want to work. So guess what? I'll pick all of the hours. You know, and you're like, whatever. I watch some Netflix during the afternoon. It's all cool. I'll just work in the evening when everyone else is resting and playing and having fun. Don't do that. Don't fall into that trap. Be committed to the hours where you're going to do things. And then shut off and do the other things, the rest of life, the family, the friends, the laughter, the, the free time, the rest time, the play time. It's really, really important. Ultimately, this slows you down and makes you less productive if you don't take time for rest and recharging. There's something I'm exploring here that I think I've been making a mistake with the way I'm structuring my day. Specifically, I have things structured through Saturday and Sunday. And today I had this realization that I think that's a mistake. I have rest time in Saturday and Sunday, but I also have all this work time. But the thing that ends up happening is there's a cottage trip. There's a a workshop you want to go to. There's like, oh, I'm just so tired. I want to relax. And the whole schedule falls apart because... I've put work into Saturday and Sunday and I got to that point. I'm like, damn this. I don't want to do this. I want to do this other thing. And then that, you know, falls forward into my Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So I'm trying to rethink if it's possible for me to do all the things I wanted to do on in that seven day week. If I can do that in five days, side note, I also want to do this for the months. I want to do a full year in 11 months so that on December 1st, I'm done. I take four weeks off every year. I know it's ambitious, but I'm putting it out there. I'm claiming it. That's the life I want. I want to take that month off because I do really poorly emotionally and mentally in December. And I want to just get my ass into a sunny place and not worry about money and work. Who's with me? You want to come? Number seven. This is a new one. This is a really cool one that I think has a tremendous amount of potential. I've been exploring virtual sprints. If you don't know what that is, my friend Elan invited me to this really cool thing he's been testing over the last four months. There's sprints. He's an entrepreneur, works from home too, and he has the same productivity challenges. It's easy to get distracted. 
So he wanted to see if we could use some technology and some creative thinking and find the positive uses of social pressure. It's not really pressure. It's just like social support. It's a community. So I'm a part of this sprint. There's two blocks that happen five days a week. So 9.30 to 11.30 and 1.30 to 3.30. You sign in through the Zoom video app. You can see each other's faces very quickly for the first 10 minutes. You say hi and you feel like you're a part of something. And then you share your, your goals for that two-hour block, that sprint of time. Then you leave the videos up and you mute everybody and then you go, you run. You do the things you said you were going to do. Very, very powerful. There's something about seeing people doing things in front of you that pushes you to do it and stay focused. You know, like, damn, these guys are crushing life. They're growing their businesses and I'm going to be like Instagramming or like watching Netflix. Nah, I got to take advantage of this two hour block. And because it's a two hour block, like most things I've discovered in life, when you give people a quote unquote deadline or structure and say, this is the canvas you're going to paint in. And this is how much time you have. And here are your colors. That's what shit gets done. And that's what that two hour time lot. It's like, got to do it in these two hours. Like I said, like being committed to the time you said you were going to do it and also committed to the outside time. So it doesn't spread into that. It's powerful. Number eight, wear the right hat. What do I mean? Just like every hour of the day is not equal. Every task you do as an entrepreneur is different, right? So today during the sprint, I discovered if you're going to take two hours and do something that's a little bit of creative as one of your to do's, and then something that's a little bit like do action oriented, like call 10 people, email 10 people, do that second thing first. Cause the creative thing can flow. Oh, so much creativity. I got to think about it. Oh, I can do it better here. And what about optimize that? Don't fall into that trap. And if you do put it at the end, do the things, do the things, wear that hat first and then wear the creative hat or however you want to do it. Just know that different tasks, like for me, shooting is a very different part of my brain than editing and, 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 sales or, you know, talking to people is a very different part of my brain, AKA a different hat than doing my taxes. So there's different times that require different parts of your brain and just maybe ceremoniously they'll be like, okay, now I'm going to be my bookkeeper. Now I'm going to be my, you know, the, the creator. Now I'm going to be the strategist and know that there's multiple use. Lastly, this one was a new one too that Elan from the Sprint um, gifted to me. It's a it's a really powerful one. Figure out it's basic math. Figure out how much you want to make. For example, I want to make an additional five thousand dollars from the Sprint with Elan this month. I know I have four hours a week, two Sprint times a week, that I'm going to commit to. Not a lot of time. And so you just do the math. You take 5,000 and you divide it by 16, which is four hours times four weeks in the month. And then you get your hourly rate. This is really powerful and focusing. 
because my hourly rate is like $317 an hour. Now that I know that, I can evaluate what I'm doing against that. Like, oh, I'm going to just watch these Instagram videos for like 10 minutes. Like, damn, that's like $50 gone. Right? It's actually not $50. Yeah, something like that, whatever it is. Like, wow, I just shitted away all this money. And so it's like, damn, what can I do that's going to generate $317 of value in this two hours, in this one hour? And then multiply that by two. So knowing the numbers can be really great to focus you and ground you into something productive. Those are my nine tips for how to be productive when you are a super ADD human being like I am that can be distracted by anything and everything. It's taken me a very long time to figure out how to have a sustainable business by working at home. I still got a lot of work to do, but I hope You've got something here that you can take into your own life, your own business, your own career. And if you've got some ideas for me, I am all ears. I am ready to continue to be more and more productive. That's the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Darius. I thank you for listening. I thank you for your attention. That precious, precious thing time really appreciate each and every one of you i love the feedback i've been getting even when it's like constructive and sometimes stings i really appreciate it i'm committed to bringing more of myself and my sincere truth in my heart to these podcasts and to helping you helping inspire you helping free you helping you live your best life also i want to give a very special shout out to my brother majid hashimi mock you are such an awesome dude i want to shout him out i'm going to try to call him for the next podcast i've never done this but i didn't even know you could do this on anchor but apparently you can give financial support and help fund podcasters like myself and mock majid was uh the first person (laughs) to support the podcast financially and you know what he's always been there for me no matter what i've done he just believes in me those people are so precious that they believe in you they see something in you that sometimes you don't see so my brother thank you Thank you to all of you out there who listen and care and are committed to your own self-exploration and awareness. And we will see you guys, guess when? That's right, tomorrow. Heart to Mouth Podcast signing off. I love y'all. Have a beautiful, beautiful weekend. Peace.